1: On this program, we are featuring comedian Jim Hawthorne, some exciting moments from baseball, Lawrence Welk, and Stan Freeberg with his complete cast. Jim Hawthorne was one of the most unique performers to ever appear on television. His program utilized ideas and gimmicks, which are new to television viewers today some 20 years later. His radio program was also a popular feature across the nation. On this very network, his new series, Jim Hawthorne's Comedy Classics, allow us to enjoy some of the great comedy performers of the past two decades. Hawthorne also appeared as guest on many programs. Here's an excerpt from The Peggy Lee Show in 1949.
2: Now we'll let you do oh. Saratanyab later on. Yeah, but I mentioned in Time Magazine today I, I could...
3: saw <laughs>
0: It's showtime at the Chesterfield Supper Club, on the air five nights a week with America's greatest singing stars, Perry Como, Joe Stafford, Peggy Lee, and featuring the King Cole Trio, the Fontaine Sisters, the Starlighters, America's Ace Football Forecaster, Eddie Dooley, and the orchestras of Mitchell Ayres, Dave Barber, and Paul Weston, all brought to you by the milder cigarette, Chesterfield. A.
3: and milder. B.
2: Better in- Thank you, King Cole Trio. Thank you very much. That was great. You know, friends, most people out here who have been listening to their radios late at night have bumped into a strange character called Hawthorne, who comes on with... And... (laughs) And not long after Hawthorne made his debut, there came another world shaker called... There was a boy...
0: A very strange and chatted boy.
2: Well, it was inevitable that Hawthorne get together with Red Ingle and Karen Tedder and make a record of Nature Boy. And it happened with a bang. Nature Boy backwards, Saratan Yap. Here he is, radio's rover boy from Hoganville,
3: Hawthorne. (laughs)
4: Oh, it's real keen to be here, Peggy. Uh, Say, Dave, will you give me an A here? All right, come on, Karen Tedder. Let's get rid of this Mm -hmm. thing.
2: There was a boy, a plum enchanted boy. The say he wanted fur. Yep, he wanted fur on land and sea. He was awful shy, counted his bad eye, but a real wise guy was he. And then one day, this feller passed my way, and man, we chewed the fight about this and that, and he done said to me, The darndest thing you'll ever learn is how to love him get a little loving right back. <laughs> hard to do
4: like, You tell 'em about the boy hard times. All right, Skippy. The boy I mean was also PG Keen, a real gun guy from Gonville. He was scatty boo and ogly too. And he came from Pasahogan. Yep,
2: that's the boy. Did oh,
4: pl- you come in later on? in here, you know.
2: Excuse me. That's
4: all right. Uh, now I have to skip down here. Now there was a boy, this strange boy. Yep, came,
2: that's I the said, boy. That plum enchanted boy. Oh, no, that boy that wandered first oh very first, on land and sea. He was awful shy, account of his bad eye, but a real wise guy was he. They one day, this Jasper passed my way, and man, we threw some guts about things and stuff, and that's he said to me. Oh,
4: that's right, think I, think I think he said he called I a a you, a a well, I
3: was Booty Bundy, you know. Wait, if you may all,
2: you may all talk. The darndest thing you'll ever learn is just to love and then return and love some more and get a little love right back.
1: are the familiar sounds that are heard every day from april to october the game is called baseball there have been great names and great performances but throughout the world whenever the game is mentioned there's only one name that is synonymous with the game here's babe ruth speaking to his radio fans
0: i've had three ambitions in my life one of them was to hit 700 home runs the other one was to play 20 years and the next one was to be in 10 world series i succeeded in one last year making my 10th world series and next year gives me the opportunity to play in 20 years. And if I had 46 home runs, i would have my 700 home runs, and I'll sure be satisfied with everything.
1: Babe Ruth's name fills the record books, but that's not his claim to immortality. The Babe was worshipped by every kid that ever saw him in action or heard him on a radio broadcast. This recording was made on the day he retired.
0: As things go along in sports, you know, as days and years go by, us older fellas... We have to take a side seat to let the younger blood come in and take our places. You can't go on forever in sports.
1: A few years later, a pitching performance took place that was incredible. Johnny Vandermeer of the Cincinnati Redlegs became the only pitcher in the history of the major leagues to pitch successive no-hit games, and he did it against Boston and Brooklyn.
0: I was uh, a little nervous and uh, jittery, but... uh... I just thought, well, I'll just go as far as I possibly could, and I got in trouble in the last inning, but uh, McKechnie kind of straightened me out. Bill came in there and told me I was pressing, and with the bases full, why I was lucky enough to get out of it with the help of Lou Riggs making a smart force play at home plate. Well, we went from Brooklyn to Boston, and uh, Debs Garms, uh, an outfielder, uh, got the first uh, base hit off me, a line drive back to the box, and I could have walked over, and give him a $10 bill because that foolishness has to quit sooner or later.
1: A little later, the baseball world would be stunned. The iron horse of baseball, the indestructible Lou Gehrig, was forced out of the game by an illness that would soon prove to be fatal. Before he would go, there would be one more unforgettable performance. It was July 4th, 1939.
3: They sent you this token of their
4: esteem and their regard. Today,
0: Today, I consider, I consider myself, myself the luckiest, the luckiest man, man on the face, on the of, the face of the earth.
1: The World Series of 1947 between the Brooklyn Dodgers and the New York Yankees had two of the most fantastic moments in the history of baseball. In the second game, pitcher Bill Bevins was on the mound for the Yankees.
0: Well, Eddie Stanky is stepping in. Wait a minute. Stanky is being called back from the plate and Lavagello goes up the hit. The Yankees are ahead, two to one. Jean Friedol, the pinch runners at second, the tying run. mixes the winning runs at first base. Both have them on with walks, both the pinch runners. No hits by Bevins. Eight and two thirds innings. Two out last of the night. The pitch to Lavageto swung on and missed. The fastball. It was in there. Strike one. Jean Friedol walks off second. Mixes off first. They're both ready to go on anything. Two men out. Last of the night. The pitch swung on. There's a drive hit out toward the right field corner. Henrik is going back. He can't get it. It's off the wall for a base hit. Here comes the tying run. And here comes the winning run. <clears throat> Friends, they're killing Lavogetto. His own teammates. They are beating him to pieces. And it's taking a police escort to get Labajardo away from the Dodgers.
1: Two days later, the tables were reversed. The Yankees were trailing, but desperately trying to fight back.
0: Joe DiMaggio up, holding that club down at the end. Big fella sets, hat and pitches. A curveball high outside. for Ball one. So the Dodgers are ahead eight to five. And the crowd well knows that one swing of this bat this is capable of making it a brand new game again. Joe leans in field, deep, round toward left, the infield overshifted. Here's the pitch. Swung on, belted. It's a long one. Deep in the left center. Back goes Gianfrido. Back, 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 back. He makes a one-handed catch against the bullpen. Oh, doctor. He went exactly against the railing in front of the bullpen and reached up with one hand and took a home run away from DiMaggio.
1: The following year, the most tragic event in more than 100 years of baseball would take place before some 70,000 fans at Yankee Stadium.
3: Thank you very much, ladies and
0: gentlemen. You know how bad my voice sounds. Well, it feels just as bad. You know this baseball game of ours.
1: Babe Ruth, dying, was saying his last goodbye.
0: And grew up to know how to play ball. Then you come. To the boys you see representing themselves today in your national pastime, the only real game I think in the world, baseball. There's been so many lovely things said about me, and I'm glad that I've had the opportunity
3: to thank everybody. Thank
1: you. October 1951. The scene was the polo grounds in New York. The Brooklyn Dodgers and the New York Giants met at the final playoff for the right to meet the New York Yankees for the World Series.
0: Bobby Thompson up there swinging. He's got two out of three, a single and a double, and Billy Cross is slinging right on the third base line. One out, last of the ninth, back of pitches, Bobby Thompson takes a strike call on the inside corner. Bobby hitting at 292. He's had a single and a double, and he drove in the Giants' first run with a long fly to center. Brooklyn leads it 4-2. Hartson, down the line at third, not taking any chances. Locked him without too big of a lead at second, but he'll be running like the wind if Thompson hits one. Back throws. There's a long drive,
3: I tell it be. I believe! The Giants was the pellet! The Giants was the pellet! The Giants was the pellet! The Giants won the Bobby Thompson hits into the lower back of the left field.
1: The most successful band leader to ever lift a baton is Lawrence Welk. I know you know what he sounds like, but I'll just refresh your memory with this brief excerpt from a New Year's Eve show of 1965.
0: with 1965, just minutes away on the West Coast,
1: NBC Radio brings you the champagne music of Lawrence Welk and his orchestra in a happy New Year's salute from the beautiful, world-famous Hollywood Palladium, located on Sunset Boulevard, just east of Vine Street, in the heart of Hollywood. The Palladium is the dining, dancing, and entertainment center of the West, and is the permanent home of Lawrence Welk and his champagne
0: music makers. meet our
4: wonderful leader, everyone's fan, Lawrence Well. Thank you very much, Welk. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen. I wish you folks could be here to see this very wonderful, happy, crowd, audience we have with us this evening. And in behalf of all of our musical family and our family, may we wish all of you folks very happy, a very healthy new year, 1965. Ralph, come over, let's
1: play some music. Comedian Stan Freeberg and his complete cast were also fans of Lawrence Welk, so much so that on the Freeberg show in 1957, he presented this parody Lawrence Welk was never like this, or, or was he?
4: Thank you, and good evening, friends. Um, (laughs) uh, We've uh, we've been getting lots of cards and letters from you folks. (laughs) uh, From you folks out there in television land. (laughs) And we surely do thank you for, uh, for, uh, for all the cards and the letters from you... Uh,
3: <laughs>
4: from you folks out there in television land.
3: <laughs>
4: Starting us off tonight is our trio, the Lemon Sisters. And girls, so what are you going to sing?
2: We're going to sing, Thank you for all those cards and letters, you folks out there in television land.
4: Land. Lant. Lant. And apropos a number, a one and a two and... It's the bubble machine. Turn off the bubble machine, please. Somebody, folks, folks. Just a moment, I'm sorry, hold it just a moment, please. Turn off the bubble machine. Please, turn off the bubble Thank you, Lemon Sisters, for that lovely number.
3: <laughs>
4: wonderful, wonderful
3: <laughs>
4: Now on the way to the show, there's that man with a deep, deep voice, Larry Looper. Larry <laughs> Looper. What are you you going to sing for us, Larry? I'm going to sing uh, Thank You for All Those
1: Cards and Letters. (laughs)
4: I'm I'm sorry that number has been taken.
1: Well, I'll sing The Funny Old Hills, then. Good.
4: One, then two, then... I'm happy on the prairie all the day Singing Lady Olay Lady
3: Olay
4: the old hill, sing back to me, old Hold it just a moment Hold it The bubbles don't come till the end of the program Please turn off the bubbles Turn off Thank you, Larry Thank you, Larry Looper and now I would like to play a short instrumental medley based on the names of the girls. A one, and a two,
3: and... No.
4: No, that's not it. <laughs> Thank you so very much, I hope you enjoyed that short instrumental medley Now here's that young man about town in the front of the brass section Stony Stonewell <laughs> Sing,
2: please.
3: Please, please,
4: please
2: please Just a moment,
4: please Hold it Just a moment If I don't count off the number We can't hope to start off neatly
3: <laughs>
4: Here we go a one, and a two, and... See how lovely that turned out now? Please, little my my Tell me that you love me What's the matter with that machine? Just a moment, here. Hit it, hit it with your horn. That's got it, that's got it. Thank you, Stony Stonewell. And now... Hit it. Hit it again. Hit it with the horn. Hit it. Stick your mouthpiece in it there. Hit it. A wonderful, a wonderful one. <laughs> And now, on the way to the show. Here.
3: Sure.
4: Here's our champagne lady, Alice Lean. <laughs> well, what are you going to sing?
2: I am going to sing. Wonderful, wonderful, and now on with the show.
4: Ha <laughs> ha. Uh, that's just a little laugh on me. <laughs> and I got a little laugh on you when you get your paycheck this week. <laughs> Alice is going to sing Moonlight and the Shadows. So one, then two. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, for the first time in 25 years My popping finger is caught in my cheek Will you you give me a hand there, Alice? Pull on my arm, pull on my arm No, the other arm That's it, that's it My ears. A one and a two and... Oh, no. machine, someone. Hold the bubble machine. Hold it. Everybody out. Just a minute. Somebody stop with the bubble machine. The whole ballroom is filling with the bubbles. Where are you, Alice?
3: I'm shaving.
4: It's figures. I can't see the cameras. Here, let me set the accordion down on the stage bear with us folks just one moment please Gee, the time is running out that we haven't even played a polka hold it boys just a minute i didn't mean hold it alice don't poke on my accordion gee dad it was a whirlitzer hit the theme boys so it's a good night from all the champagne. Where's the cameras? Music maker, turn off the bubble. Wonderful, wonderful. Take your foot out of my accordion, Al. And so, friends, help.
1: Well, that wraps up this edition of the Golden Days of Radio. This is Frank Brzee in Hollywood, California. Join me next week for more shows and personalities from radio's Golden Days. This is the American Forces Radio and Television Service.